Hey, everybody, it's the Charlie Kirk Show. Fannie Willis, Nathan Wade, it all comes to a head in a very fun but serious episode as we talk about how the lawfare primary is unfolding. It's better than daytime TV and a soap opera. You're going to love it. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Subscribe to our podcast and get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That is tpusa.com. Start a high school or college chapter today at tpusa.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Remember Fannie Willis? She was supposed to be the hero who would save our democracy. New York Times puff piece after New York Times puff piece. I remember reading the New York Times, and there was this big picture of Fannie Willis and said, meet Fannie Willis. And we had Citizen Kane from Citizen Free Press on the show at the time. And as soon as we saw the story, we said, oh, they're going to indict Trump in Fulton County. It is coming. They're going to indict Trump in, in Fulton County. And they wanted to use, in fact, they bragged about this in piece after piece after piece. They said, strong black woman is going to take down Donald Trump. In fact, there was a story where they said, quote, the wonderful karma of black women saving American democracy. They had a picture of Stacey Abrams, Letitia James, uh, Fannie Willis bragging about how black women will get their revenge against the evil white man of Donald Trump. But not so fast, my friends. In October, the headline, again, was the wonderful karma of black women saving democracy. And it was Fannie Willis at at the front. Well, things aren't going exactly according to plan. They trusted one of the big anti-Trump criminal cases to Fulton County DA Fannie Willis, and it's all crumbling right before their eyes on live TV in this hearing. Because Fannie Willis, who has who was told that she had to save our democracy, instead seized a chance to enrich herself and her secret boyfriend. She hired her boyfriend as a special counsel, despite no relevant experience or qualifications. She funneled him hundreds of thousands of dollars. They took lavish trips together, and apparently they thought they would never be caught. So this right now, what is going on in Fulton County is a pretrial motion, a motion to basically dismiss the prosecution and the judge is hearing it. And it is delicious. Turns out when you pick your heroes based on race and sex, you don't get the best people. Turns out when the national microscope comes on Fulton County, there's a lot of criminal behavior. Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, oh, they are trying to justify their behavior This is a longer clip, but this is Nathan Wade, who, remember, he was earning all this money of taxpayer funding, and we cannot forget, Nathan Wade also said that he was meeting with the Biden White House Counsel's Office. Very, very important element to this story. Let's start with this one. Nathan Wade in court asked if he reimbursed for his travel. This is obviously a lie. Nathan Wade is obviously lying. We're supposed to believe that big Fannie Willis came with wheelbarrows of cash 
to pay back all the vacations that they paid for. Play cut 100. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Oh, it was cash. She didn't, she didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Now, that, so according to Nathan Wade, he put it on his business credit card and she paid her back in cash. Now, why would he say that? Because there's no bank records to show. And the only possible excuse he could give to CYA to cover his tail is to say that she paid cash, which, by the way, also triggers an IRS problem. But I don't exactly think the IRS is going to be looking into this anytime soon. Nathan Wade playing games about how he got paid three hundred thousand dollars. By the way, does anyone use that much cash anymore? Only Nathan Wade, apparently. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. Play cut 101. In 2022, isn't it true you were paid over $300,000? No, ma'am, that is not true. Fulton County wrote a check to my firm. Okay. What happens at that point is the checks are then deposited. As you have the bank statements, you see that. And then they are dispersed between the three of us. So when you ask me if I was paid, $300,000. The answer is no. I got a third of that that went to my personal firm. Now, once the money was distributed to my personal firm, obviously the expenses come out of that and I get at the end of the day, whatever the profit is. So I did not get $300,000. No, man. You following that? So he didn't get $300,000, but his firm got paid $300,000 and there were all these expenses associated, but he ended up getting $100,000. Yeah, that's not the way the world works, Nathan. You still got paid $300,000 to your firm. And it doesn't matter if you have expenses associated. And by the way, are some of these expenses vacations and trips, like buying flights to vacation destinations? This guy is screaming for an IRS audit, by the way. Just red, if you're an IRS, which again, it's not going to happen. The IRS probably won't go after him. Just scream and fire for an IRS audit. I just can't wait to see if one day Nathan Wade was audited and they look at his deductions and he says, $780, marketing expenses. You look at the receipt and say, oh, it was a tattoo in Belize. Yeah, it's for marketing. Marketing expense. Play cut 104. And she paid you cash for both of your portions or just hers? Both. Okay, so that trip, Belize, just Belize, she paid you for everything on Belize. The entire trip. Okay. So the food, tattoo parlor, all that stuff, she paid for. There was no, there, there was no tattoo parlor in Belize. The charges, there's a, there's a tattoo parlor on the charges. I, I'm not getting into what it was for. There was a tattoo parlor on the charges. Where'd you get the tattoo, Nathan Wade? Where did Fanny Willis get the tattoo? Not anywhere we can see. Nathan Wade continues to try to justify this. It just gets better and better. They went to Belize. For those of you that don't know your Central American geography, Belize is not exactly easy to get to. And he justifies, says, look, you have to understand, it's not easy to travel 
with Miss Fanny. Miss Fanny is, uh, it's, it's a task. Oh, really? It's a task. It's like, oh, yeah, you can't imagine. You know, people notice her everywhere. Yeah, you know, when I think of traveling with Fanny, I think of like traveling with Oprah. You know, everyone in Belize wants to get selfies and pictures. She's so well known in Belize that you can't possibly put transactions on the credit card. This is the defense of Nathan Wade. Play cut 103. Traveling with her um, is, is, a, is a task. You can probably imagine the attention that that happens. So for safety reasons, um, she would limit her transactions. Um, I mean, imagine trying to walk through an airport or sit at a restaurant or do anything. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine trying to go to a restaurant with Fannie Willis? You might as well just go to a restaurant with Taylor Swift. I mean, you have paparazzi everywhere they're taking pictures you can't even go out in public obviously we had to travel incognito because fanny willis is so well known and so recognizable here's a serious question for nathan wade where didn't you travel with fanny willis you went to napa valley you went to belize you went to some caribbean cruises can we just start with where you didn't go play cut 105 recently retired and i decided to take my mother on a cruise. Okay. Um, and the second leg after the cruise concluded, um, D.A. Willis and I went to Aruba. So that was all one one trip, if you will. Okay. <laughs> By the way, the woman who's doing the cross-examination, you got to so stop doing the okay thing. It would be so much more powerful to say, oh, Aruba. Jamaica. Ooh, you got to take it to Bermuda, Bahama. You get the reference? You just got to have a little fun with it. It's just too, a little too eager. Like, oh, Aruba. You got, you, you're doing the, you're going all over the place here. He's giving Amber Heard a run for her money. Hey, everyone. Charlie Kirk here. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this program, which is why I'm so proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. So keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use offer code charlie. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash charlie and free activation using offer code charlie. This is one of my favorite clips in the history of the species. It's a pause so long. I don't, the real question, can you hold your breath this long? Don't try. Don't try. Cut 106, Nathan Wade, thinking very contemplatively, very seriously. Have you ever gone to a cabin with Miss Fanny? Play Cut 106. You remember booking a cabin? I booked lots of cabins. 
Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. No. <laughs> Here's what he's thinking. Which woman was that with? Which woman was that with? Was that Fanny? Looked like Fanny. Who is big woman? I don't think it was Fanny. I don't think so. Was it Fanny? No. To just kind of get the subtitles of what he's thinking. It gets better, everybody. It gets better. You have, now we have Belize. We have Aruba. We have the Nathan Wade, Fanny Willis tour around the world. See, that's, see, the woman cross-examining, she had a little bit of humor. She would say, okay, so you've gone to Aruba. You've gone to Belize. Have you gone to Kokomo? And he'd say, I don't know. This is important, everybody. And by the way, we should have some fun with this. But it's deathly serious. Nathan Wade is the mercenary and is the paid lieutenant of the lawfare campaign against Donald Trump. Don't feel sorry for these people. These people were coordinating with the Biden White House. These people were very well paid. These people were trying to take down the entire system of elections as we know it. They were trying to go put Rudy Giuliani in prison, put Mark Meadows in prison, put all these co-defendants that have had to empty their life savings. These are bad people. These are not ethical people that just happen to get caught up. By the way, this is common practice in urban politics. We see this quite often. It just so happens they got caught because the pressure of the world is upon them. You would think this is how arrogant they are. You think if you're Fannie Willis and you're about to indict for the first time in the history of the country, a former president, you would probably have some self-awareness. Huh. They might find out about our sugar mama trips to Aruba, Belize. They're so prideful. They get so high on their own supply. Play cut 109, please. Hateful area with Miss Willis. Wait, that's different. I have gone to a condo in Hapeville. Okay. So Hapeville. Yes, ma'am. So you have gone to a condo with Miss Willis in Hapeville. I have. Have you spent the night there? Never. Never spent the night there? Never. And um, other members of the DA staff were there as well, correct? Sometimes. I, I've, I've never been around other members of the DA staff at a, a condo in Hapeville. There's never been any security for Miss Willis? Not around me. I thought it was a real task traveling with Miss Willis. Not around me. These people should be disbarred. They should be criminally investigated. And this case needs to be dropped immediately. It's not looking good for the lovers of Fanny Willis and Nathan Wade. Hey there, have you taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything seems fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. It's like looking under the hood of a car and finding a mess of broken wires and parts. 
The parts are loans for homes, cars, and those credit cards that we all use, and they're hitting record highs. It's kind of scary when you think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny 5% return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. They're like a friend who knows all about keeping your money safe. They suggest gold and silver, oldies but goodies in the finance world. Plus, they've got a sweet deal, a free one-fourth of an ounce gold standard gold coin this month. If you qualify, it's pretty cool, right? If you're curious, just give them a call at 877-646-5347. It's just the chat, no pressure. They'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Or visit noblegoldinvestments.com or take the first step towards a safer financial future. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. Noblegoldinvestments.com. They'll help you find out if gold and silver are the right next step for you. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, I want to just build this out a little bit more, then we're going to go to New York. The, the Georgia case is the most serious of all the cases because it was the most imminent. They were getting guilty pleas. They were building up. It was in a battleground state. They were obviously going to try to force this ahead of the election. This is one that even if Trump won, he wouldn't be able to pardon himself. It'd be very difficult for him to navigate. So this is the one that always concerned me the most. Now, the Department of Justice ones concern me. They could be pardoned either in future dates by a future president or Donald Trump if he were to win. That one doesn't bother me as much. And federal court is very slow. There's a robust appeal process. You can go up to the Supreme Court. There's a lot of different elements and dimensions to the federal process. Trump has never been convicted of insurrection. But Fulton County was always this problem. We talked about it from the beginning. It was the only one of the indictments last year that were obviously coordinated where Donald Trump received a mugshot. It was the only one that involved all these different, quote unquote, co-conspirators where they went to these poor people that did nothing wrong. And they tried to ruin them financially to get them to plead guilty, to use them as witnesses in the eventual trial against Donald Trump. So Georgia has always been the most serious and it received the most fanfare. However, from the beginning, we said on this program, they're not sending their best to Fulton County. Remember the early indictment with typos that was sent out? Fannie Willis never really seemed to be ready for prime time. And the Democrats, Rachel Maddow, especially, and Chris Hayes on MSNBC, they were fawning over Fannie. And she is the one. She's the chosen one. Jack Smith will slow things down, but the federal process is complicated. Alvin Bragg pierced the veil and crossed the Rubicon. But Georgia, Georgia, baby, is where we put the orange man behind bars. And we can go back in the archives. I don't know when I said it, but we did say this. I remember it very clearly. I said, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial was an amazing lesson. Jack Posobiec deserves great credit. He was really the leader. He was so obsessed with it. and He did such a great job. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial, and we said this about six or seven months ago, and our prediction is proving to be true, is the Kyle Rittenhouse trial showed us what happens when local prosecution gets national attention and gets under the scrutiny of the social media influencer network that we have developed across the board of Benny Johnson, of Jack Posobiec, of Steve Bannon, of Sean Davis, of Molly Hemingway, 
of this incredible network, this decentralized communication machine. Remember with Kyle Rittenhouse, looks like Kyle Rittenhouse is going to have to go to jail. Not the only reason, but one of the reasons why the prosecution just collapsed is all of a sudden there was a daily cross-examination happening on social media. We made them famous. We made Lunchbox famous. All of a sudden, these guys that thought that they could hide and put Kyle Rittenhouse in jail, they were household names. And we predicted on this program six months ago that Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis, they're not going to be ready for that scrutiny. They're not going to be ready for that pressure. Now, on the federal level, they are ready for that pressure. Jack Smith has been through that. He's not a very good prosecutor. But the trials are not televised. They're in much different type of jury configuration. But on the local level, all of a sudden, these are people that are used to dealing with gun charges and misdemeanors and at the worst, you know, murder charges, which are complex cases, but they don't feel the weight of the world descend. Very few people are cut out for that, especially these criminals of Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis. Here's just another good one. Just enjoy Nathan Wade. By the way, Nathan Wade has never been part of a DA office. This is amateur hour. Hey, Democrats, this is the best you have. You guys went all in on this. This is going to explode in your face. It is exploding in your face. You guys spent all this time saying Donald Trump is a criminal. It turns out the people that are investing Donald Trump are the criminals. Play cut 110. Because she was very emphatic and adamant about this independent, strong woman thing. So she demanded that she pay her own way. Um, But she's the district attorney of Fulton County, and she has to file financial disclosures disclosing any gifts with anybody that she does business with in Fulton County, correct? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's supposedly a lawyer, earning a lot of money. Fannie Willis broke protocol. She very well might have broke the law. Nathan Wade alongside of it. These people should be criminally investigated and this entire case needs to be punted immediately. And by the way, shame on the Georgia Senate Republicans that we're not leading on this. They kind of said, oh, you know, Fannie Willis can do what she wants. We don't want to be called racist. That's basically how how a lot of Southern Republicans operate. Not all of them, but a lot of them. We don't want to be called a racist, so we're just going to kind of let it be. Thank goodness one of the co-defendants discovered this. This was done in a pretrial motion, and it has completely obliterated what has been the linchpin of the lawfare campaign. So on the lawfare docket, because the lawfare primary is right now the most consequential and the most serious, you have Nathan Wade, Big Fannie Willis, and the Georgia cases. You have the federal stuff in two different areas, in Florida with documents and D.C. with January 6th. And breaking today, there is a court date set. There's a court date set for the Alvin Bragg case. Now, let's go through the details here. Of all the charges, this is the least serious. This is one that even a Democrat Supreme Court might appeal and say this should be a misdemeanor. On March 25th, Donald Trump will be in trial. I just want to make sure that we all understand It is almost a certainty that a New York jury will convict Donald Trump. He did nothing wrong, but we have zip code justice in this country. 
Zip code justice is that you get a completely different result based on who is in your jury pool. Very genuinely, this is the most messed up case of them all. The Georgia one is screwy. The New York one is beyond. Alvin Bragg is charging Trump with a felony falsification of business records. In New York, that's only a felony if it's done to cover up another felony crime. But Trump has not been charged with another felony. They're accusing him of violating federal election law by paying Stormy Daniels on the grounds that any payment that protects Trump's reputation is, quote, an election expense that should be reported. But if that was a crime, the feds are supposed to charge him and they've chosen not to. Now, time out. This is connected. You have illegals that are beating up police officers in the streets of New York that are released the next day and given middle fingers to the cameras. And Alvin Bragg's priority is that Donald Trump didn't fill out paperwork correctly, and therefore he needs to be a convicted felon. The trial date is set for March 25th. This is the weakest of all the cases, but we want to make sure that you brace for impact. This is nothing more than an adjective narrative campaign. This is nothing more than giving NBC... ABC, the Associated Press, New York Times, another adjective. They want to be able to say convicted felon Donald Trump, convicted felon Donald Trump, convicted felon Donald Trump. That's what this whole New York thing is about. This one will not slow him down. This one will likely not result in prison time. This one is such a joke. This is nothing more than how can we change the sound bites around Donald Trump. And I guarantee you, there is a binder full of polling somewhere that demonstrates and shows that adding those two words in front of Donald Trump's name will bring down his polling popularity, his appeal, and his general election chances, four to five points or 10 points, who knows? Now, whether that's true or not doesn't mean anything, but they're pushing this forward because somewhere... Somebody has run the polling and they believe that being able to say, instead of saying former President Trump, they want to say convicted felon Donald Trump and watch how quickly that sets in. That's what this is all about. They want to be able to say during the Republican National Convention, they want to be able to say during the entire summer, well, convicted felon Donald Trump, convicted felon Donald Trump, convicted felon Donald Trump. That is the ballgame. Georgia is different. New York is about a messaging play. That's it. New York is about also doing another thing, setting the precedent for other juries to feel as if they're not breaking history. Alvin Bragg was the first out of the gate. Alvin Bragg was the one that crossed the Rubicon and was the first one to indict a former president in the history of this republic. And Alvin Bragg will be the first one to probably convict him, not because Donald Trump did anything wrong, but because we have zip code justice. We're in an information war, and they want to add two dirty words in front of Donald Trump. That's what this is all about. The world is in flames, and Bidenomics is a complete and total disaster. But it can't and won't ruin my day. Why? Because I start my day with a hot America First cup of blackout coffee. It's 100% America and 0% grift. Blackout coffee is 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support, and shipping, they embody true American values and accept no compromise on taste or quality. 
Look, you got to check out right now blackoutcoffee.com slash Charlie or use coupon code Charlie for 20% off your first order. That is blackoutcoffee.com slash Charlie. Be awake, not woke. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Charlie. Check it out. Promo code Charlie. ESPN is something else. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because there are other news. Police say mass shooting at Chiefs Parade appears to have stemmed from dispute among several people. And why don't you just say that it was gang violence? Why, why, why is that so hard for you to say ESPN? How many times do they have to work this through at their political correct committee? Police say mass shooting at Chiefs Parade appears to have stemmed from dispute among several people. Oh, really? I thought it would be a dispute amongst something else. I mean, what kind of stupid thing is that? Anyway, you know what's really going on there. It's ridiculous. I don't want to spend too much time on that, but this has all the hallmarks of gang violence. They still haven't pressed any charges. They're about to, I think. They haven't even showed a picture of the people who did this. And half the victims are kids. Of course, it's gang related. They don't want to say that because they don't want to be racially insensitive. ESPN doesn't. All right. I don't want to spend too much time on that. And by the way, some great civilians stepped up, some great patriots. Gives me faith in the country. It really does. That there are people that will step up and put their life on the line. And by the way, these people that go open fire, gang violence at a chief's celebration and kids get hospitalized. Yeah. I hope uh, the furthest extent of, was this on the Missouri side? It probably was. Imagine how, and by the way, these people's pictures should be all over television. But it's not. It's not. ESPN had this whole thing yesterday. I went to a restaurant yesterday and with the family and they had the whole thing. And all of a sudden they stopped the coverage. They said, uh, well, we have suspects arrested and we'll be back. Okay. Let's continue on the lawfare primary. That story really fires me up. The Fulton County case, the Jack Smith case. Of course, we have the Eugene Carroll thing, which is just so unbelievable. This precedent that I could just take your money. Don't forget, we also have the New York civil case on top of this. The New York civil case on top of this is we're just going to take Trump stuff. We're just going to take his entire business empire. We're going to take Donald Trump's entire business empire from him. We're going to try to make him a convicted felon. We're, and then the Jack Smith stuff seems to really be slowing down to a halt. Not to mention we have this 14th Amendment with the Supreme Court. Supreme Court of the United States is considering the 14th Amendment side. You really have to take pause. Even if you hate Donald Trump and you see how many legal challenges that he's facing. If you hate Donald Trump to your core, are you thrilled with this? If you're thrilled with this, You're a very dark person. You just are. If you're really that happy with having to use the Fulton County Department of Justice, the civil courts, the New York Attorney General, the Manhattan DA to try to stop a former president from participating in an election all under the name of democracy, you have a a very, very sinister and demented vision for the country. Not even a vision. And it goes to show how much how much hatred and venom for Donald Trump there actually is. And it's on, it, it, this is morally despicable, what is happening. I hope we can recover and heal from this. And by the way, this is what I laugh when people get so angry. Oh, Donald Trump wants retribution. Okay, I mean, he, he's being targeted by every government agency ever. Oh, you know, I, I just, I'm just going to kind of cheerio. 
And even with this, he is overcoming the lawfare. While Nikki Haley is claiming Trump is wasting our resources, truth be told, he's helping to fight a system that has turned against us. And it's a sad reality. It is a very heavy reality, which is our government is not there to protect us. Our government is there to target us. If you are a center-right, religious, God-fearing, liberty-loving person, your government has contempt for you. And that is a very hard reality for some people to believe because you want to believe that our government has our best interests at heart and our government wants what's best for us. That has not been the case for quite some time. But now the government is the enemy of the American people. And that is a very difficult truth to swallow, especially hard for those of you that grew up in a decent country. But it is the truth. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.